0: Right you're about to experience a morning show unlike any other. Shout out to the
1: Breakfast Club. I hope to see y'all every morning.
0: What you guys are doing right now is the hub culture. The
2: Breakfast Club is my morning sit. I need it and I love it so much. I feel like
3: you're really not popping
2: until you do the Breakfast Club. I've been waiting to come to y'all's show, man. I know really? you gotta be a big time
4: celebrity I'm to be up in here. You, gotta be, you gotta be big
0: time. DJ Enzi, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the
5: God. The Breakfast Club, bitches.
2: Breakfast Break Club! Good morning USA Yo yo
6: yo 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 yo
2: yo 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 Good morning Angeline Good morning DJ Jan V Charlemagne the Cow
5: Peace to the planet It's Thursday Yes it's Thursday. Rough night last night, bro. Lord have mercy. I mean I don't know how it was in the rest of the country, but you know, uh if you live in New Jersey. I don't even know how I was in the oh, New York area. Thought you were talking about you was kinky last night. You said hey, shut tonight. up, man. Get your mind out the gutter. Six o'clock in the morning. All we thought, of, all, all we kept seeing last night was tornado warnings. Y'all ain't keep getting that on your phone last night? Yeah, I didn't get any. Go oh phone my twice. god, I got a million of them. And they, you know, they, they're so disrespectful so because they tell you to, to to go down in the basement. Do, they, do y'all even consider that everybody don't have a goddamn basement? You know when what? they say stuff like that. The funny thing is, I didn't
2: even I didn't even really read the message. That oh, was, I kept
5: uh, reading because I kept jumping up. It was literally in the middle of the night, like two three in the was, morning. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, what the hell of those? Yeah, and no, I got it once oh a tornado, tornado warning. I got it three times. Cause first it said three something, which I was happy about. I was like, oh, it's only two. I'm gonna get some good sleep. I'm gonna take my ass back to bed. <laughs> then another one said four something, then we gotta be up by then. Then it said five yep. fifteen. So I was like, should I even go to work? Is it really going down outside? Nah, well, it wasn't I
4: wasn't. <laughs> I
5: got it, I think, twice
2: last night.
5: Um It scared the hell out of everybody. But then, uh, then you listen because, you know they always say tornadoes sound like the train coming. So I was listening, I kept hearing stuff outside. I was like, Well, that don't sound like the train coming. It's like maybe we good. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nah, it was Last night was rough. Yeah, it was, it was a rough night. Mm-hmm. Now, also, I moved my daughter
2: into her, her apartment yesterday in the city, mm. which was, uh, yeah, I ain't go front. When I moved in, when I went to college, you know, I had to put everything together. But now there's a, a app, well, I don't even know what the name of the app is, Task Finder or... Task Tab- Rabbit. There you go, Task Rabbit. <laughs> that sounds wild, Task Rabbit.
5: It's been Rabbit.
4: around for a long time. Yeah, I, I didn't know <laughs> how to do that. Get know. rid of
5: that T, boy, That just problematic app. Task uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Rabbit.
2: Nah, I never, <laughs> I usually put everything together myself, but he, he, dude came to the apartment, he put everything together, everything was right. What?
5: Oh, I forgot, we were talking about Task Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard you say,
2: dude came <laughs> over. You out the at 6 a.m. <laughs> Yeah, but so nah. you
4: just found out about Task No,
2: nah, I put everything together myself usually at the crib. I never heard about it. Me and
5: my son, we first together ourselves. <laughs> first time I've ever even heard of it.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah, I don't use like Postmates. You don't use Task Rabbit.
5: I thought Postmates was for food.
4: Well, that it's anything that you need delivered. So if you were like, oh, somebody oh, go pick up this for me. No, I thought
2: that was Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I use the Amazon or Uber Eats, honestly. But they, I didn't know what TaskRabbit was. But uh, you 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 pay on TaskRabbit, they come, they put whatever they got to put together. These are people that do this for a living, and they make a lot of money. They make like fifty, sixty dollars an hour. But they can mm. do
4: anything for you on TaskRabbit. It's like um, helping. They can help you move. They can do handyman things. They can run errands for you. Well, so you
2: you would know you because you you would you hire them to do things at the crib. I I do things at the crib or my son does I things at the crib. I actually have never hired dad, them, but I just uh, know
4: about it because it's. You know.
2: Well, salute to all the task grabbers out there. They make a lot of money—fifty, 50 dollars an hour. You are appreciated. putting it. things together, which is pretty dope. Okay. I thought. But yeah, so that's what I did yesterday. We were uh, helping him get those things together, and she's
5: moved into her apartment. School starts for her, I think, next week. So back I went to I, college. I went out last night too. I mean, that was the Look first you. time I had been out in. You went <laughs> out? A Look at year you. and some change. And I will tell you one thing. Where man, the hell did you go? I went to go see uh, Ali Wong at the Beacon Theater, dropping the clues bombs for Ali Wong. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, my social anxiety is through the roof. I'm not. I don't want to be around people. Mm. <laughs> I really don't. I keep. If you thought I couldn't do large crowds before, I definitely can't do large crowds. Man, I was sitting there before the show even started, telling my wife, I want to go home. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go, <laughs> go home. I mean, I'm I glad I stayed because you know Ali Wong was incredible. But I was like, I want to go home. See what's up over, you, bounced. I want to go say what's up to Ali, and I was out. Yeah, mm. I was out
2: immediately. Let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about?
4: Well, let's talk about what's happening in Afghanistan now. Joe Biden is suggesting that he's willing to keep U.S. forces there. Oh, God. A little bit past that deadline, possibly.
2: Possibly, maybe. All right, we'll get into it next when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee?
4: Well, let's start with Joe Biden. He did an exclusive interview with ABC News' George Stephanopoulos. And one of the things he talked about was the Taliban taking over Afghanistan. And could he have predicted that this was going to happen the way that it did? And he also said he had no idea that they would try to keep
7: people from getting out. Here's what he said. Back in July, you said a Taliban takeover was highly unlikely. Was the intelligence wrong or did
3: you downplay it? There was no consensus. You go back and look at the intelligence reports. They said that it was like more likely to be sometime by the end of the year.
7: You didn't put a timeline out when you said it was highly unlikely. You just said flat out it's highly unlikely the Taliban would take over.
3: Yeah. The idea that the Taliban would take over was premised on the notion that somehow the 300,000 troops we had trained and equipped was going to just collapse. They were going to give up. I don't think anybody anticipated that.
5: They spent $2 trillion over 20 years to train 300,000 troops and equipped you know, 300,000 troops and Afghan soldiers and they fell in a week? Somebody lying. I want a refund on that $2 trillion.
4: Yeah, I was reading about that. They were saying that at different points that it was usually not the full army and that there was a high turnover rate. So it was difficult and it was trumped up numbers on their end. I don't know what's going on with that. But uh, in addition, Joe Biden talked about was there a way to withdraw without the chaos that ensued? Because a lot of people were saying that people wanted to end the war in afghanistan but they wanted to make sure they did it as safely as possible and here's what he had to say
7: what did you think when you first saw those
3: pictures we have to move this more quickly we have to move in a way in which we can take control of that airport
7: and we did so you don't think this could have been handled this actually could have been handled better in any way no mistakes
3: no i i i don't think it could have been handled in a way that we're going to go back in hindsight and look but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing. I don't know how that happens.
7: So for you, that was always priced into the decision?
3: Yes.
5: I'm so confused. He, he just said that you know that a Taliban takeover was highly unlikely. So how could he say that he, he knew that chaos would ensue? But he's the one who said the Taliban takeover was highly unlikely.
4: Now, in addition, they are still trying to evacuate people from Afghanistan. There's been a lot of issues. They said so far they have successfully evacuated um, 3,200 people, and they're hoping to be able to evacuate 9,000 people each day and perhaps even stay longer than that August 31st deadline. Here's what he said about that.
3: We're going to do everything in our power to get all Americans out and our allies out. Does that mean
7: troops will stay beyond August 31st if necessary? It
3: depends on where we are and whether we can get ramp these numbers up to five to 7,000 a day coming out. If that's the case, be, they'll all be out.
7: Because we've got like ten to 15,000 Americans in the country right now, right? And are you committed to making sure that the troops stay until every American who wants to be out yes. is out? How about our Afghan allies?
3: The commitment holds to get everyone out that in fact we can get out and everyone should come out. Mm. All
5: right. Hey, man, I'm not the president, of the, uh, the president of the United States of America, clearly. But in life, it's always important to measure twice so you only got to cut once. And I wonder how, you know, America has 20 years... They're prepared for something like this and this happens. Mm
4: All right. well that is your front page news.
5: All right. get it off your
2: chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
8: I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling.
0: I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad we're blessed. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, Big Chocolate the to Toe Sucker. It's oh, Toe God. Time. How's everybody?
5: You can't say that. That's not going to ever work. It's, it's <laughs> Toe Time. It's Toe <laughs> Time <laughs> at the Apollo. Will you, will you put you shut up for a minute, half a brain, Charlemagne, let me talk. All right, so listen,
9: three <laughs> Half three a brain, Charlemagne. Right? Shout, shout out to the Shrine Nightclub. Foxwood Casino. I had a good time last week, and I had a good time. Nick Cannon, good luck with your new talk show next month. And to my pal, skinny legs, hazelnut-looking Negro Envy, I demand an apology oh right ass. now for not bringing me to your last car show, and let me check out the ladies' toes. I want an apology
2: right now. Well, it's a family fun experience, and I, and I do think that you trying to lick women's toes and there is a little disrespectful to the kids there.
5: Yeah, it's called sexual harassment, sir, and we, sexual we, we assault. Could have
2: put up, we could have put up a tent or something, brother, no. you know what I mean? So we, have, wow. we actually have your picture at the front of every door to make sure that you're not allowed in.
5: He just <laughs> said he wanted to come to your car show, look at women's toes, and pitch a tent.
9: Yeah, uh, you? You, you agree with me, right, Angie? You should have let me in,
2: right, sister? No.
4: hate oh, <laughs> you, <laughs> Brooklyn,
2: I hate you.
4: Peace. Oh, my gosh, that Peace. was some harsh
2: energy. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Stan, man. Stan, man, what's up? Make it off your chest. What's going on with y'all, man? Salute to y'all, too. Thank
9: hey, you, look, King. Um, the whole thing with Afghanistan, man, I feel like there's no way you could avoid avoided that That chaos is going on right now, no matter who is the president. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if Trump, Bush... Obama, any of them was the president. They will be going through the same thing right now because of the fact that the Taliban never di- uh, dissipated; they always existed.
5: You see what I'm saying? I agree so, with you. That's why mm-hmm. it didn't make no sense for Joe Biden to say that the Taliban takeover was highly unlikely. There was going s- to be ta- something. The Taliban was going to do something regardless.
9: Right, regardless. So yeah, man, that's what I need to get off my chest, bro. But I appreciate y'all, man.
2: Yes, sir. All
10: right, man. Hello, who's this? My name is Savvy Ross. What's up, mama? Get it off your chest. Okay, I'm an artist from Jersey. I'm from um, North and Elizabeth. I did a video in tribute to Charlemagne of God books. Mm-hmm. Um, Shook one and Black Privilege. Um, I paid 8,500 for this video, mm-hmm. and um, I put a lot of effort into my my craft. But I really, I'm a fan of Charlemagne, like a really big fan prior to this. So when I had the opportunity to get his books, I started reading them, and I was like. You know, I'm going to incorporate that into my my music and my books oh, and my you. videos that I was going to put out. So I paid the guy 8,500. I'm not even going to say his name, but I paid him 8,500 for the video. And um, Charlamagne had reached out to someone on Instagram because they had posted a clip of me, and he said, "Oh wow, who's that?" And they basically the guy they sent this to the guy that shot the video, and <laughs> he cropped the rest of the conversation and basically cut me off. So this has been weighing heavy on me for um I would say probably about three months now that I've you know released you know have done his video. And um he basically tried to just block me from talking to Charlemagne after Charlemagne reached out about me.
5: Well where is the um, video, Queen? I wanna see it. <laughs>
10: Honestly, I was just giving up yesterday. I took my video off of YouTube, but I will send it to you. I'm
5: gonna repost it. Send my videos. Send it to me. I'm gonna repost it today. You send me your Instagram tags and all that good stuff. I will repost it today because I appreciate <laughs> okay. you appreciating me. Thank you very much, Queen.
11: Okay, What
5: do I send it to? Uh, send it to um. Uh, go, go look on my bio and the, the email on uh-huh. my bio, and you can send it to that. Send it to the email on my bio. Charlamagne, I did already, and you didn't reply. Oh damn, let me see. Hold on, let me put you on hold so I can give you a more direct way to uh, send it right to me. Hold oh, on one right.
2: second. Okay. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. <laughs> This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. say it
12: with
2: your
0: chest! We wanna hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So
2: if you got something on your mind, it yeah. yeah. Hello, who's this? Hey, uh, it's Armando. Armando. It what's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. Nah, it's just been a long day here at work, man. Me and my co-worker Richie. Richie do.
8: <laughs>
9: hey, we listen to y'all every night, man, on your guys' podcast, and we listen to you guys every
5: morning, man. Thank you, thank you, brother. Thank right, you brother. We appreciate that, King. Yeah, yeah, yes sir, yeah, yes sir.
2: Yeah, we work overnight at a grocery store. We got long nights, but y'all keep us going. All right, we well, appreciate that, man. A grocery hey, you store for you your, work at.
4: Thank you for your hard work too.
2: No, no problem,
5: no problem. Y'all stay busy. Y'all stay safe. Have a good day. What, what store you work at? What grocery store you work at? Uh, we work at. We work for Kroger. Oh, Kroger's okay. Kroger, sir. salute to Kroger. We all the way
2: out here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This is where we listen to y'all at. Oh, well,
9: we dope. appreciate
2: that, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Hello. Who's this? Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is Paul from Denver. What's up, man? Get it off your chest. Hey, man. I just wanted to scream today that God does exist, that um, the power of prayer works. My my dad had a, a really big brain surgery
9: yesterday, and everything came through perfect, man. Everything's coming through good. And I just wanna thank everybody for the prayers and all the thoughts and and everything. So I just wanted to say that this
5: morning, man. Man, I'm glad to hear that about your father, man. I'm sending your father healing energy, man. Sending your whole family healing energy. That's beautiful. Man, you
9: don't you don't know how much I I appreciate that, man. Thank you guys so much. And I just wanted to pray blessing, peace, and and everything upon you guys' Continue success because what you guys do for the community
5: is amazing. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Lord have mercy.
9: I was wondering if I, if I be able to
5: get a signed copy of any of your books, man, I would really appreciate that. I got you. Let me get, uh, let me, let me get your information from, Ed. well, Eddie will get your information and we'll send you something. I'll send you a package. I'll send you, I'll send you Tamika Mallory, State of Emergency. I'll send you a Anita Kopack, Shallow Waters, and I'll send you a couple of mine. God bless you, man. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Have a good one, brother.
2: You too. Thank you. Hello. Who's this? Hi, this is Kim. Hey, Kim. Get it off your chest. Well, I'm
11: mad because depression is real. I'm mad that I shook hands with depression. Um, I'm mad because you know I just my f- her mother here recently, and it's just like depression is just like wants to be my best friend, and I don't want that. <laughs> so I'm mad about that. I'm mad that it is real.
5: Have you gone to see a therapist or a grief counselor, Queen? Well, first of all, I'm sending you healing energy. That's number one. But have you gone to see a therapist or grief counselor? I have not.
11: First of all, there's I'm really I've been looking for a therapist, but it's just like. I want a certain type of therapist. I want a black woman. I don't want, you know, I want somebody
5: who can really identify with me. And there's that one woman you can't
11: find that around here. So, where you
5: from? I stay in Ohio. Ohio. I'm a, um. I'm a, I'm gonna connect you with somebody. I got somebody that you need to talk to. You can talk to talk to talk to my homie Dr. Dr. Alfi Noble. I think she could connect you with somebody.
11: Oh, okay. Um, and also, i um, I I read her first book and I loved it but I want to know if I can
5: have your one. Yes, absolutely. You know, Shukwon is all about my, 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 my journeys with my therapist. So... Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely send that to you. I'm going to put you on hold. All right. Hold on, okay, mama? All
2: right, thank you. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way, ye?
4: Yes, the R. Kelly trial started yesterday, and that is his federal racketeering trial. He's facing multiple allegations of sexual abuse. We'll tell you what happened during opening statements.
2: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. it's
4: about time.
2: What's going on?
0: Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report talk,
4: talk. with
0: Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
4: Well, R. Kelly's trial started yesterday in Brooklyn. And while giving her opening statements, the Brooklyn assistant U.S. attorney addressed his alleged marriage with Aaliyah back in 1994 when he was 27 and she was 15. Prosecutors believe that R. Kelly had learned that Aaliyah had become pregnant and that he was the father. And he then allegedly orchestrated a plan to marry her so she could avoid testifying against him in court. Now they're saying that R. Kelly is said to have bribed a Chicago official to get a fake ID for Aaliyah. And authorities say the marriage certificate listed her age as 18. The marriage was then annulled a year later. And so according to the attorney, she said this case is about a predator, his fame, his popularity, and a network of people at his disposal to target, groom, and exploit young girls, boys, and women for his own sexual gratification. Also, Johonda Pace took the stand. Now, she says that she was 16 years old and excited to be in the presence of somebody that she idolized. But over the next six months, she testified that R. Kelly had sex with her while she was underage and physically and emotionally abused her. She's now 28 years old and she is the first of R. Kelly's accusers to ever testify against him. So that is just from day one. She said she was forced to call him daddy. And acknowledge him whenever he entered a room. And she said there was what they called Rob's Rules whenever she would visit him at home. And she was forced to ab- abide by some very rigid restrictions. And in one instance, she didn't do that. She said that's when he slapped her and choked her until she passed out. She said, I remember him just putting his hand around my neck. And she said he spit in my face and told me to put my head down in shame and then force her to perform a sex act on him. Yikes. So day one of R. Kelly's trial in Brooklyn. All right. Now, Terrell Owens is saying that he's 100 percent sure that he can still play in the NFL. He told TMZ that he wants a team to sign him.
2: You know, I still can play. You know, I think people marvel at how Tom Brady is playing at the age that he's playing. Um, I think, you know, me given the opportunity, I will be able to show people that, you know, age is nothing but a number. Um, Nobody has ever done it. Nobody has been given the opportunity to do it. And for all the naysayers and pundits that say, oh, well, he can't do it. He's, you know, he's washed up, this and that and the other. First of all, I'm not washed up. i uh, never really just been given the opportunity to play uh, at a later stage in in, uh, uh, in my career.
5: Oh, well, Terrell's what, 47?
4: Yep. Yeah. So what do you guys think? It could still happen?
5: I would have to see how fast he is. Let's see his skill set. I mean, because that wide receiver, you, you know, you still got to have that speed. If he's still got the speed, I mean, she's clearly still in shape, but. I would have to see what that speed like.
4: He, he said he has interest from at least one individual in the NFL. And they told him to stay in shape. Yeah, like Charlemagne t- said, it's
5: all, it all, it's all about the that speed. speed. Now wide receiver it? it's all about speed.
4: All right, now Detroit Tigers analyst Jack Morris has apologized after he used an offensive accent. And he was doing this before an at-bat by Angel star Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani is Japanese, and here is the accent that he used.
9: Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, very careful.
4: Okay, so that was him. He sounded
5: like a a, a Count Dracula to me. I didn't didn't know what he was doing.
4: Well, he has since apologized to Otani and the Asian community. Here's what he said.
0: Well, folks, uh, it's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Shohei Otani. I did not intend for any offensive thing, and I apologize if I did. Certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy. Can
2: I, can I hear it again? Please?
0: Now what do you do with Shohei Ohtani? Be very, better,
2: better careful. Hey, that's foul. Now, that's c- absolutely foul.
4: Clear, Wait, come cl- on, you c- can't do that. Clearly yeah, it's foul. just
5: about the community, though, right? Like it's, it's, about, it's about the community that you do that to. Cause people do that to the Caribbeans all the time. They do that to the Jamaicans all the time. We make fun of rednecks all the time. That so is clearly true. it's just about yeah, but, but,
2: but if he, if, if he said, if, if there was a black picture, they'd be like, yo, homeboy,
5: people would be They do upset. that
2: all the time. Do they? White
4: people, yeah. Well, he's a Detroit
2: Tigers analyst.
5: <laughs> I don't think, I think that's slang. I don't see yes, nobody. Yo they do. But, yo,
2: homeboy,
4: no.
5: Well, you, you, what? You ever heard Max Kellerman talk? I well, think that's just slang. I though.
4: wouldn't want to hear Jack Morris use a Caribbean accent either. If a Caribbean person was going to bat, I would find that to be, uh, and it's also like a stereotype of an accent too. Like, that's not... They you know, wouldn't get
2: in trouble if it was a Caribbean. I exactly. So. That's no. what I'm saying.
5: Nobody would even... uh uh-uh. I mean, listen, I'm not mad at, you know, the, the the community for saying, no, don't do that to us, but clearly it's just based on how the community reacts, right?
4: Well, he uh, so is Jamaican, now suspended... So, Jamaican, y'all better start getting
5: mad. Stop letting people do patois.
4: He is now suspended indefinitely. You're
5: going to be mad? I'm not going to be offended because I said patois wrong. Yes. Okay.
4: All right. Well, that is your from, uh, rumor report.
2: But also, with this Caribbean, aren't we bigging, them, bigging it up,
5: though? Don't... I don't know. I really don't anymore. I have no idea. Leave people alone. That's all I can tell you. Stick, to, right. stick to whatever Stick to that, whatever your thing is and stay in that lane because you just never know when you're going to offend somebody. That, was, that
2: was foul. He, oh, my goodness. All right. You apologize.
4: Front page, was next? What we talking about? You know what we're talking about. COVID. Oh, boy.
0: All
2: right. We'll get to that. Next is The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
4: It's Angela Yee. Feel tired and out of it? You could be dealing with junk sleep from sleeping on the wrong mattress. The Mattress Firm sleep experts will match you to the perfect mattress and help you unjunk your sleep. Visit mattressfirm.com or a Mattress Firm store today.
2: All right, Rod Wave, Tombstone. We just put this one in the ring. Drop one
5: Tombstone for Rod Wave. That's my guy, Snoop the Rod Wave man. I like I like that young man a lot. Very talented, brother. All right, well, let's get into front page news. Where we starting?
4: Well, let's start with the Biden administration. They're going to start rolling out booster shots, and that's going to start happening the week of September 20th. They're saying that data is showing the effectiveness of Pfizer and Moderna vaccines against COVID diminishes over time. So after reviewing the most current data, they are saying now they're going to lay out a plan for the boosters now. They said that move is necessary to stay ahead of the virus, and they urge anybody who hasn't gotten a shot to do so. You know, they're still urging for that to happen. So the recommendation, anyone who received Pfizer or Moderna vaccine should get a booster shot eight months after their second shot. And again, that's healthcare workers, nursing home residents and seniors uh, being first in line.
5: Does that scare y'all that you might have to get a new shot every eight months? Nope. No. I'm going to go get my shot. The shot didn't
4: do anything to me. I was fine. I mean,
5: clearly it didn't. That's why you got to get a booster.
4: No, more protection. I, mean, I didn't. I didn't feel sick. But I'm more scared to get
5: COVID than to get a booster shot. I'm just saying. It sc- I mean, every eight months, because it's nah, just like so. Me. Every time the uh, COVID mutates, you have to take another shot? That's what I'm wondering. I don't probably. Know. But I
2: remember I got a fever for my shot and all that. But um, no, it doesn't get me.
5: Because the flu shot is once a year, so it's like once once every twelve months. Mm. Once every eight months is like. Mm.
4: All right. Now, a group of restaurant owners and some small businesses are suing Mayor Bill de Blasio in New York City. And that is over the vaccine mandate. They want to block this new requirement. We told you earlier this month, New York announced a new rule requiring people to show proof of vaccination against COVID before dining indoors, before visiting a fitness center or going to an indoor entertainment venue. Anybody who works at these businesses also have to be vaccinated. Now, the rule did go into effect this week. The plan is to start enforcing it starting September 13th. And so according to the plaintiffs, they're saying this vaccine mandate is arbitrary and capricious due to the fact that it targets certain establishment, but not others. They said the rule prevents people who choose not to be vaccinated from doing their jobs and that it infringes on their religious freedom. So they want a permanent injunction against the order. I'm just not sure who's going to be the, the who are going to be the people because I see a lot of places putting this into effect. too. I think San Francisco it starts on Friday, but who is going to be the person that's going to enforce this? That's what I said. This
2: is whack. You don't you, restaurants are already losing now. You want them to hire extra people to check vaccine cards, and who's going to enforce this? There's going to be problems and fights, and like you can't. Get uh, yeah, to a, so I, owners, I went man. out last
5: night. I went to the Beacon Theater here in New York to um, go see Ali Wong. Matter of fact, salute to everybody at the Beacon Theater. The staff there was in, in, incredible, but they were... I heard them saying, I heard them saying, uh, you have your proof of vaccination up. And you had to wear a K95 mask specifically to get in there. And everybody was doing it.
4: Yeah, they did that when I went to see um, Dave Chappelle. You had to be vaccinated to go in. And they give you masks there.
5: Yeah, I didn't see how they were checking it, but I heard the person yell out, make sure you have your vaccination. Yeah, but you know,
2: in in those businesses, they have staff to do it. Restaurants barely have staff. Think about it. They have the lady at the door, they have waitresses, they have bartenders. I mean, so now you got to hire somebody extra in a business that's already not making that much money because of COVID.
5: Well, they need to hire the people that the Beacon Theater had because the Beacon
3: Theater staff was incredible last night.
4: All right, well, Joe Biden also says that they are going to make uh, vaccinations mandatory at nursing homes.
3: If you work in a nursing home, and serve people on Medicare or Medicaid, you will also be required to get vaccinated. With this announcement, I'm using the power of the federal government as a payer of healthcare costs to ensure we reduce those risks to our most vulnerable seniors.
4: All right, and uh, human trials are gonna begin for Moderna's HIV vaccine. By the way, the study is in phase one stage. It would measure the safety of the vaccine and collect information on whether the potential vaccine has an impact on HIV. It's going to have to go to phases two and three to collect the data on whether the vaccine is effective or not. HIV vaccine candidates have been determined to be safe to test on humans so they're looking for 56 participants for that study between the ages of 18 and 50 that trial is set to begin on august 19th and end in 2023 they said it's different than previous ones because the technology uses the same technology used in moderna's covid vaccine that technology has been in the making for over 10 years i,
5: I want to talk to a doctor about the booster shot because i, I want to know why you need three shots three shots like i almost feel like you know just give me the booster because that's the latest one that might be the one that that, that really, really works. I think works. it's all the same
2: shot, though. It is? Yeah, because when you take the first shot, mm-hmm. it's, I believe, the same as the second shot. This
5: is exactly why I want to talk to a doctor. Yeah, I man. don't need <laughs> no mites or maybes. No, I, I think need to actually It's the same
2: know. as the second shot, because I always wondered how come the first shot does this to you, you're fine with the first shot, but the second shot puts a lot of people on their ass.
5: So what's the third shot do? Does it make everything come back? That's why they call it a booster? <laughs> Boost back up what you already got in your system? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, would, I need well, to but talk to Well, what they're saying
4: is this. the effectiveness wears off from the first two shots. So after you take the second shot, they said eight months later, it's showing that it's not as effective over time. So why do I
5: need the two? If I've never had the two, why can't I just start with the booster then? They're all the same, I think. I need to talk to a doctor. I'm not talking to y'all. Please, some doctors. Can we have some doctors on the show? Book some doctors, Eddie, please. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We got Dr. Oz.
4: Man, shut up! He's a doctor.
5: (laughs) Dr. Phil.
2: Man, stop. Dr. Leonard. (laughs) (laughs) You want a shot? (laughs) No, not from you. You sure? I'm positive. You positive? And you're going to try to give me three shots. We gotta check your temperature first. <laughs> matter of fact, we're all doing take everything in the same area. I'm not kidding with you. All right, that's front page news, man. Eight hundred five eight five. See, that's what Turk was talking about. Those games you like to play. That's
5: right. 800- Drop one, blue balls with Turk, damn it. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. Turk ain't tell one lie. All right.
2: Eight Well, five one zero five one. Let's talk about uh, slangs and accents and things like that. Now, what happened with this this gentleman that had to uh, issue an apology?
4: Yes, yeah, so he is a sports commentator for the Tigers, and he was uh, talking and using a Japanese accent as uh, Otani came to play. Let's, Let's see hear
2: it.
9: Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, very careful.
4: All right, well, since then, he is uh, suspended. He's going to be doing some bias training as well.
2: So we're talking about accents and, and, and quotes. Well, you and said something jazz. I disagree
5: with. You said that if a white man said, yo, homeboy... That's like would be offensive. I'm like, no, everybody uses hip hop slang and mm. slang from black culture. Your homeboy wouldn't be offensive. A black
2: person comes to back, yo, here, here we got the number three. Yeah, that's that's the homeboy. That's that's
5: fine. I hear this. that all so, the time. If you're, I don't. If you if you are, if you if what if you are from. New York Are you from uh, Florida And you're a white announcer And you say Oh that's my homeboy From Orlando Cause y'all both went to Orlando How's that offensive That's like you can't say Hey number seven Coming up is that Crack ass crack You can't say that, that Homeboy and crack ass crack Is not the same Oh my gosh Like come on Why, why,
2: why? You can't But you can't say anything That, that... Alright let's open up The phone <laughs> line Let's talk about it <laughs> Gosh Ada, You say it all the time Talking about white people
5: well, I talk, No talking about Racist bigots Alright so if there was There's... A racist
2: bigot Coming to the plate Right Let's what's, what's a racist bigot in, in sports I don't
5: watch baseball So I don't know <laughs> but if there, if there was a known racist bigot coming to the public, like, that crack-ass cracker just hit a grand slam. <laughs> <Is that heaven? laughs> you can't That's different than homeboy, though. Let's, let's White people use that. homeboy all the time. What's wrong with homeboy? That's
2: not offensive. 800-585-1051. Let's have this discussion. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club topic. Br- break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time.
8: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Phone, Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Let's talk
2: about it. Morning everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now if you're just joining us, we're talking about accents and slangs and things of that nature. Now, uh, Is it offensive? Is it offensive? What Now what what's the guy's name that, that had to apologize? Jack yesterday?
4: Morris, he's a Detroit Tigers analyst. He apologized on air last night after he used an offensive accent uh that while Shohei Ohtani who's Japanese was at plate.
0: Now what do you do with
9: Shohei Ohtani? Be very very careful.
4: Now, by the way, Shohei Ohtani said that he wasn't offended.
5: That's another. Joke. So who got offended then? Why did he apologize? So why did he
4: apologize? I mean, the Asian American Journalist Association Sports Tax Force said they were disappointed and disturbed, and there were a bunch of people that were uh, not happy with it. But Ohtani personally was not offended.
5: Yeah, I'm not. Listen, I'm not mad at any community for standing up and saying, "Don't play with us like that." But um, does every community get that license? Because if no. that's the case, Jamaicans, boy, Caribbean people, Caribbean people, period, especially Jamaicans. Though Jamaicans, y'all got a big case. Nobody should be using patois, all right? Patois. D- whatever. Okay, nobody should be doing that because people do that to y'all all the time. Irish people, they get mocked all the time. And rednecks, Lord have mercy. What culture is that?
2: But only, but, but it only seemed like only certain communities, uh, there's a problem in certain communities because, like you just said, you just named a bunch of them that nobody because, because it's well, because if, it, okay. In
4: the statement, they said in his analysis, would Morris have used an accent for an African-American player, a Hispanic or a Latin player, an Irish or Italian player? Morris, a member of the Baseball Hall of Fame, should be held to a higher standard while serving a regional and national audience.
5: Italians, too. Italians get, the people uh, mimic Italian accents all the time as well.
2: And they do it all the time. Nobody says anything about it.
5: And I, to be honest with you, I didn't even know that that was an Asian accent. To me, he sounded like Count Dracula. He sounded like a cartoon character. I didn't think he sounded, I don't know what an it's Asian a accent was stereotypical
4: like. Asian accent when they do that, where they drop the R and replace it with an L. I didn't know that. hmm
5: So that's like, it's not like a gang thing, is it? Like how the bloods no, don't just say
4: saying C words. that's an accent. No, you
5: idiot, man. Oh.
2: <laughs> he said that's like a gang. I, I don't believe. know. I'm asking. I
5: him.
4: But I think what they're saying is he's held to a different standard because of his. I, I don't know if in everyday life somebody would get canceled for that. But maybe yeah. what they're saying, he's held to a higher standard because he has this huge regional national audience that's very diverse. Well,
5: uh, I'll tell listen. you one thing. If y'all keep letting rappers and comedians host these uh, sports shows and these sporting events. It's gonna be some more things like that.
2: But well, right, let's say it's, it's, it's a Mexican player that comes up and announcer goes,
5: okay, or, oh, we have this player.
2: Uh what's up, Holmes? Don't what, what, what whatever they say? Holmes, you know what I mean? Whatever if they go that accent. I
5: don't even know what that was yeah, not, that just now you did. Weird. All right, forget it. That's what that's how Mexicans uh, sound. I have no idea. All right, forget it. I've never heard a Mexican say that in my life. Hello, who's this? <laughs>
2: what's up, man? It's Claire. What's up, brother? Talk to us, man. Yeah, man. I
9: think heard people being way too sensitive.
2: And um,
9: you know, people use like base and things like that all the time. Like, yo, what's up, Holmes? Uh, oh, the that's the thing. thing.
4: I didn't know. Okay,
5: okay, Evie. I didn't know that
9: was a thing. You know, man, people just being way
4: too sensitive, bro. I wonder if he would have said that. It would. I, I think that might have sounded weird too. But I don't know if it would have been the uproar. Boy, well,
2: if he said, "What's up, homes.
4: Yeah, it would have been weird if he would have said that while somebody was at bat.
2: <laughs> Hello, who's this? Tasha. Hey, Tasha. Good morning. What are your thoughts?
1: I think it's a a dialect thing. I think it's a sarcasm thing. I think people are too sensitive. You got to know your audience. Like, if you would have said. If this if it was a comedy battle and you would have said that to like that dude from um, Wild Out, Tim. Uh, the,
5: oh, the, Tim, the, Tim, the, Tim, that's, Tim that. that's my guy. Salute to Tim.
1: Yeah, you would have said that to him. He would have cracked up. He would have started laughing. He would have banged. Over. He would have said some stuff about you. Like everything is getting a lot of sensitive. Like Marlon said, we just gotta start laughing at each other again. Our our differences, our similarities, and
8: like just.
5: Get over it. <laughs> and intention should matter too. Like if I'm not being right. malicious, if I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, if I'm just having some fun, like what's the problem? Right. Like it's all too much. It's all too much now. But the problem is you everybody don't know what hurts anybody's feelings there. anymore. That's the problem. You don't That's know what
2: right. hurts anybody's feelings
5: anymore. That's right. Especially
2: right. Y'all want us walking around
1: here, everybody wearing the same colors and no emotion about
11: nothing. No laughter, no sadness, no nothing. No anger. <laughs>
5: What was yeah, well, that? Yeah, she got angry. Yo, do, yo, pit bulls everywhere are offended. You just, well, how dare you mimic a pit bull like that just now, man? All right? How dare you? Oof. All
2: right. The hey, Pit Bull bulls Association of hey, America hey. is
5: going to be outside protesting your job. oh
2: man, you're
1: going to stop saying you New Yorkers. You, you, that's right. You, I'm New not. You New, New Yorkers. Yeah, what does that mean, you
2: New Yorkers?
5: You know what you New Yorkers mean. By the way, New York is the perfect example because everybody in New York sounds the same. Puerto Ricans, white people, black people. So, what, who are y'all mimicking when y'all do that? What you mean? Who? Who what? Because you could say a white New Yorker sounds like a black New Yorker and say the white New, white New Yorker is imitating black people. That
2: doesn't necessarily sound like a Are, black are,
5: New are the are Latino New Yorkers that use the N word? Like, what's yeah. up with that? I don't know. It's exactly. La- I mean,
2: Latinos are like black to us. We grew up with each other. so we But look, I don't, we, I don't know that dialect
4: same. is um, always about race, too. You could be a white Jamaican. Or an Asian j- person that's Jamaican. So do how that do you know accent. that's
5: sports enough so not don't have ain't part Asian He in. just
4: did that all of a sudden out of nowhere. How do you know he's not, he not part Asian? that way the whole time. What if he
5: does a DNA test? <laughs>
4: I'm <laughs> serious. Yeah, what
5: if joke. he does a DNA test but and he's 20, 30% Asian? Does he have the life? to do point, that?
4: No, my point is that you can grow up in Japan and speak Japanese and not be Japanese. Like, you, you know what I'm Not be Asian. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could grow up in Jamaica, like Miss Pat, who owns VP Records. She's, sure. But right. well, what if the sports commentator... So com- she can use that accent. It doesn't have to do with her necessarily... Um, it's not that she's making fun of an accent. If you grow up speaking a certain way and a certain dialect... I'm just saying, dialect, it, what
5: if the sports commentator was 30% Asian? I don't
4: know. And he grew up he around is. Asians.
5: I don't know. I'm just saying.
4: I mean, he apologized. And
5: I think it would be fine, I think. I okay. don't know. I don't
2: know either. That's all I'm asking. All right. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. Are these things racist? Is it fine? Is it just slang? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
8: I know it
0: now. I like I like Blender. I like Blender. I Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800 585 1051.
2: Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about a sportscaster that uh, had to apologize uh, for these comments right here. Now, what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, very
4: careful. That's Detroit Tigers analyst Jack Morris. Mm-hmm. So, we're asking,
2: what are your thoughts? We have a lot of people on the line. Hello, who's this? Charmaine. Hey, good morning. Hey,
5: Charmaine. Good morning. Good morning. What,
2: what are your thoughts, mama?
1: Uh, I think it has some racial undertones to it. I think we've got a conditioned to just let them fly with it. So, it is, you know, it just doesn't affect some of us. But if it, they did say something that was, like, uh, I guess geared to some Afro slang or whatever, we'd be all, you know, thinking, now, like, who we playing
5: with? Now, look here yeah, now. You calling from the 843. That's clear. Okay, that's kind <laughs> of here to get all through you. So what if a white person was talking to you this morning and said, Hey, now. You know what you saying? Hey, now.
11: Me, personally, I don't think I
5: would care.
2: But yeah. I don't know. I don't know about you wanna anyone wanna, else. You wouldn't want to box
5: him in the I mouth? Don't, don't, now relax. Don't, see, now you're being disrespectful. How I
2: being disrespectful? Now
5: the Geechee Association of America going to be outside <laughs> your front door for disrespecting our culture, okay? You watch yourself. I, it
1: was somebody that I, w- I knew I probably would tell him don't get
5: boxed off now. Don't get boxed <laughs> off now. I don't want to get boxed in the mouth. Boy, <laughs> you being disrespectful. He being disrespectful, ain't he? Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> <In it? laughs> he didn't even do it right though. No, he didn't. Because I, I, I didn't get the Asian,
1: the Asian, you know, thing to it. I thought he was trying to talk about like uh, what a little cartoon is with the rabbit. That, it, it, baby. It, it was, was a, a terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh yeah,
5: Elmer Fudd yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. he sounded yeah. like. I mean, my like, bad.
1: What, the, what that was mean? Like I. I ain't even stuck with the whole
5: Asian thing. I didn't catch the Asian either. I, I was saying Count Dracula, but you're right. He sounded just like Elma Fudd. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> yeah. We hunting rabbit. Ra- oh hunt <laughs> all right. They Thank used you, to, Mama. They, they used to call me Elma Fudd all the time because of my lisp when growing up. Hello, who's this? Natalie from Florida.
2: What's up? Hey, Natalie from Florida. Peace, what are Natalie. What thoughts? Good morning. Good morning.
11: So I think everything that it comes down to is infliction, you know, not even perception. You
4: kinda know when someone's trying to say something sideways to you on the way that they're saying it to you. Okay, so what do you think with Jack Morris in his case? Um,
11: I think throwing in the accents a little too much, but if there was no harm meant, you know, sometimes we put a little too much weight into these words. Um here in Florida we say homeboy all the time. Uh, I work in a prominently white a business or an office and they throw that word around all the time
5: what word
4: homeboy Homeboy.
5: that's what i'm saying what's wrong with homeboy a white person can't say homeboy
4: can white people have homeboys other white homeboys yes i mean they, they like i'm telling
11: y'all and these are like i live in a, a little rural area of florida that nobody's ever heard about these are florida and uh these are i don't want to use a incorrect word but these are some real thick of the neck kind of people and they rednecks in and like what's up homeboy
4: yeah there we go
11: you said it. I didn't say it.
5: Listen, yeah. man, if black people can have buddies and pals, white people can have
4: homeboys. <laughs> I think
2: about it. All that, right? right? Come
4: on. But it's also probably how you say you're it, right? Because right? if it's like really exaggerated. But how can you say buddy of, foul, though? No, exactly. I'm, hey, I'm not talking buddy. about buddy. I'm talking about if you say homeboy like in an exact... Because people were upset because they felt like the accent was highly exaggerated and it was more mocking. So maybe it's also the way that you say?
2: That's true. Because if I'm, I was white and a black person said totally, i find that offensive. Like, totally. Like, I would be upset about that. I know
5: mad white dudes that be like, yo, 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 when they see you in this building. I don't take that offensive because I see them do that to each other. Like, yo, 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 ain't black. Well, they say, yo, 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 my nigga. Now, see, come on. Now you bugging. <laughs> that's to just stupid. Level. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why you always got to do that? You always got to be the one to jump up get a booster shot. Oh, <laughs> you always got to be the one to go get the third shot. Why? <laughs>
2: I don't know. All right. What's the moral of the story, guys?
5: I, I mean, the moral of the story is you can't tell people what to be offended by. And, you know, if you unintentionally offend someone, it's, it's perfectly okay to apologize. But let's not crucify people like, you know, they're intentionally trying to be malicious and disrespectful in a lot of these situations because they're not. Because this guy, I don't even What's the guy's name? Jack something. He just Jack he literally sounds, sounds like Elmo. He literally sounded like Elma Fudd to th-
2: me. But now let me ask you one, one last question. Why can any other race say the N-word and it's okay? But I don't know
4: that that's okay. Yeah, that's not, I don't Spanish know.
5: What, people say that's, that's a New York thing. You New Yorkers. Now, all right.
2: Think of the Spanish. They, but what if you're Afro Latino? Nobody could say
5: that. What if you're Cal-
4: Afro Latino, though? What if you're.
5: Uh, that, pr- that goes back to what I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier. If you were 30, 40% Asian, can you get away with saying that? Mm. That's my, You know what I mean? If you're Afro Latino, I guess you could say it.
4: Because you can't be black and Hispanic, you know.
5: You could be bl- bl- black and Asian, you could be white yeah. and Asian. I don't... It's all too confusing, confusing, bro. It's just so confusing. All right. It sounds like the CDC doing this, talking about this. (laughs) I'm just confused. I'm just confused.
2: All right. Get a third boost and keep it moving. Dee, we got rumors on the way?
4: Yes, and it looks like Shine and Diddy have a great relationship. We'll tell you what Shine had to say about where they're at now.
2: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Morning everybody, hey. it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy, we are The Breakfast Club, good morning
5: Good morning, and, and listen, can I salute everybody uh, again at the Beacon Theater, and I want to salute Ali Wong Because the hospitality last night was AA1, they treated me and my folks like, 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 like they treated us really, really well okay. and, I, and I appreciated that, because I hadn't been out in a year and some change, and the way my social anxiety is set up Boy, I do not need to be around no whole large crowds, y'all thought I didn't like large crowds before now I know I'm not built for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I like as soon as I sat down, I turned to my wife and said, "I want to go home." <laughs> I enjoyed the show, loved it. Ali Wong was amazing, but I was like, I, "I I wanted to go home." And uh, shout out to
2: uh, Fat Joe. Today is Fat Joe's birthday. Oh shout man! Out to Joey Happy crack birthday, Fat Joe. I want to close, Mom's Fat Fat Joe. Fat Joe go Joey. Go
4: Joey. You just spent
5: the last 20 minutes saying uh, Fat Joe can't use the N word. No, he didn't. Didn't you say that? No. Oh. No, I said Fat
2: Joe uses the N-word. I oh, I got you got, you, got Joe. you, got okay. you. Fat Joe's my brother. Happy birthday, Fat Joe, man.
5: I love Joey Crack. Love, love Fat Great Joe. Great brother. Great energy, always. Great dude. Mm-hmm. Great brother. All right. The no. big show. Mm-hmm. The big, big show. What you got in your mouth, bro? Tic Tacs. Mm-hmm. Tell you something, man. That mask will humble you quick, boy. <laughs> I keep listening to Tic Tacs on me at all time, man. Oh, goodness when you gracious. put that mask on. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I'm like, now I just brushed my teeth. What the hell going on? <laughs> yeah. Go get me a goddamn teeth cleaning. I might be overdue.
4: <laughs> cavity <laughs> I, I, or some type of... I don't think root I got no cavity. Root canal.
5: Well, after I went to the dentist, I ain't had no cavities, but something ain't right. Something ain't right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Gingivitis? Gotta keep
5: that electric brush on that, t- that tongue a little longer. That's yes, right. Whoa. All right. We got uh, rumors on the
4: way here? Yes, and let's talk about Amber <laughs> Rose. She had some issues, and she wow. is saying that her man cheated on her with at least 12 women.
5: Is he
2: black?
4: We'll talk about it.
2: Mm. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. If
8: you
11: you know it. Be quiet. Baby.
2: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's go. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea.
0: This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
4: Well, it looks like Amber Rose is going through it right now. She went on social media and she posted, I'm tired of getting cheated on and being embarrassed behind the scenes. All 12 of y'all bums, the ones that I know of, there's probably more, can have him. Y'all very much knew he was in a relationship with a baby and y'all decided to F him anyway. I saw all the texts and DMs. Y'all were well aware, but y'all don't owe me any loyalty, so it's whatever. I can't be the only one fighting for my family anymore. I've been so loyal and transparent, but I haven't gotten the same energy in return. I'll never say the girl's name because I'm not in the business of ruining lives, but y'all know who y'all are. As for him, the lack of loyalty and the disrespect is ridiculous and I'm done. Then she posted my raging narcissistic mind can get the F out of my life too on my kids. I'm tired of being mentally and emotionally abused by people that I love. I've been suffering in silence for a long time and I can't take it anymore.
5: So what's the allegation? Her boyfriend was cheating.
4: Yes. So her youngest uh, child's father, Alex Edwards, and you know, he is a, Def Jam A&R, he's being accused now of cheating on her with at least 12 women. And she said, uh, well, actually, he's already commented on it, by the way. He went on with Big Vaughn, and here's what he had to say about what went wrong.
2: I mean, she texted me, like, if I apologize publicly and all this shit, like, you know, she loved me and shit, But I, I don't want to keep doing that to her. I know that I could, I, I could give her, like, a good solid six months and just really, like deprive myself of my true nature for as long as I can take it, but I don't wanna live like
5: that. Salute to the legendary wow. Big Vaughn, by the way. Dropping a clues bomb for Big Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I know I'm old because that sounded exhausting. I wonder if that's how old athletes feel when they watch sports. <laughs> old players look at somebody playing the full game, and they're like, damn, I can imagine how tired he is. That's how I feel hearing about that brother allegedly being with 12 different women. It's just, that's exhausting. Yeah, their son
4: is about to be two in October. So, uh, that's I guess what the situation is he wanted to keep on doing what he was doing and he couldn't do an open relationship because when that came up here's what he said
0: did you ever think about just asking to have like an open
2: relationship i mean it sounds cool but then i also don't know how i would feel if she was like hey so i know you went out yesterday and you was with t-shirt i'm gonna go out tonight with so-and-so you're gonna watch the baby i don't know how i would feel to keep up with you
4: so he wants to do what he wants to do but he wants to make sure she doesn't see other people
5: hey so. man you know to each his own i just you know that's just not the lifestyle i choose to live no more it's just too exhausting
4: 12 women is a lot
5: yes indeed how do
4: you have time you don't i mean that's how you got caught
5: you just don't it's impossible it's impossible it's just you, you just don't have that kind of time but I, but I do respect the fact if you do feel like that as a man even if you feel like feel like that as a woman just let the other person know and let the other person make a choice on whether or not that's the situation they want to be in. Because there's a lot of people that's doing that Polynesian sauce relationship thing nowadays.
4: Yeah, I guess she saw the texts and DMs and that's how she found out. So I don't know if this was a situation where he told her or mm-hmm. if she found out and then he had to admit it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's mad random that he would do an interview and just be like, yeah. Yeah, why you do an interview about it? <laughs> I don't
5: know. What's it called though? Was it Poly- Polynesian sauce? What is it?
4: What sauce? You took me from Chick-fil-A? No, no
5: man. We're when talking you about have more when than you, one you, person. More, more to a wife?
4: Oh, polyamory?
5: There you go. It's a lot of people into that nowadays.
4: <laughs> All right. Now, former Bad Boy artist Shine, he is speaking. He had a sit-down interview where he spoke to Tigger, and amongst the things that he discussed was his role in Belizean politics. Also, he talked about why Belize is the world's best-kept secret when it comes to tourism, uh, falling out of the m- music industry, and his relationship with Diddy, which he said, by the way, is great right now.
3: How's your relationship with Diddy?
12: Oh, it's great. We Facetime yesterday. Okay. And um, he actually wanted me to come see him first, but I, you know I had to right. come and um, see the legislators. But over the last few years, we have built back our relationship, okay. and so you know he was always a, a big brother to me, and we've had our difficulties, but we never lost the love for each other.
4: So he was allowed back in the U.S. to meet with legislators. He's discussing what can be done as far as tourism or legislation. He said one discussion point was making Belize a sister city to Atlanta. That's one of the things that he was in wow. the United States mm-hmm. to discuss. So
5: that's beautiful. I, I love to see how Shine has evolved, and I'm glad that uh, you know him and Diddy have found some healing in their relationship. Yeah, shout to Shine Poe.
4: All right. Now, Kanye has revealed that there is indeed going to be a third Donda listening party. He posted it on his Instagram page with a flyer that says Donda Soldier Field 82621. The show starts at 9 p.m. Central and it goes on sale uh, tomorrow at noon.
5: I'm not mad at it. I think everything that, uh, you know, Kanye is doing around this album is phenomenal. I mean, the album is named after his mom. Right? So everything has to be right. You want to make sure that the music is flawless. You want to make sure that the anticipation is right. You did two listening sessions in Atlanta where you was born. Now you're taking it to Chicago where you was raised with your mom. I love it. He's honoring this project the right way, if you ask me. Yeah, but how many listening sessions you going to have? As Three. many it's as you need. the last
4: one. They said after this one, uh, and somebody had said on Twitter, after this will he finally drop the album, and Boo responded, who's his manager, 100%. I mean,
5: this, nice. this, this album is literally named after his mom. Like, you want to make sure this is right. Like, this can't, this can't flop on no level. Imagine if you did an album about your mother, you know, who, who's transitioned, and critically people don't like it, and commercially it doesn't perform well. You would feel like you, you know, didn't honor her properly. So I respect it. I respect the way he's moving with it.
4: All right, well, that is your rumor report.
5: All right, who you giving your donkey to, Charlemagne? Oh man, four after the hour. Let's talk about narcissism, shall we? Uh, we need Sheriff David Morgan to come to the front of the co- to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning,
2: the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ MV and our friends at Samsung have something big brewing over there, and I think it has to do with the new Samsung Galaxy. They keep saying, "Are you ready for this life?" Not sure what it means. But come August 11th, we're all gonna find out. Learn more at
5: samsung.com/reserve.
2: Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida man. The
5: craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey.
6: A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo.
5: The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the Day. But Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Well, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, August 19th, goes to former Sheriff David Morgan. David Morgan is a former sheriff in Escambia County. Where is Escambia County? Well, if you heard the Donkey of the Day intro, and if you guessed Florida... You're right. Okay, if you guess Florida for 300 Alex, you are correct. Sidebar, since it's not LeVar, it will always be for Alex. Those are the rules of life. I just follow them. Now, what does your Uncle Charlotte Brother Leonard, always tell you about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and David Morgan is no exception. Okay, now, we all know people in Florida move to the beat of their own drum. But sometimes, there are things in Florida that we all can relate to. And today, in the case of David Morgan, we can all relate to narcissism. Can we talk narcissism? We all know a narcissist, right? What is narcissism? All right. The dictionary defines it as an an excessive interest uh, in our admiration of oneself, involving a sense of entitlement, a lack of empathy, self-centeredness. It is an actual personality disorder, people. It makes the person have a sense of uh, grandiosity. Okay, a need for attention and admiration. Did I say a lack of empathy? I think I did. Scary thing about narcissism is it often accompanies other personality disorders and can be difficult to treat. There are nine signs of being a narcissist, but let's focus on two in regards to David Morgan. Uh, Grandiosity, okay. Exaggerated sense of self-importance, feeling superior to others, uh, and that one deserves special treatment. Um, Feelings are often accompanied by fantasies of unlimited success, brilliance, power, beauty, Love, an excessive need for admiration, must be the center of attention, okay? Yeah. Why am I talking about narcissism in the case of David Morgan this morning? Well, let's go to WEAR for the report, please.
6: Documents obtained by Channel 3 show the plan was to have a six foot four statue of former Sheriff David Morgan here at the memorial in front of the Sheriff's office. But according to current Sheriff Chip Simmons, that is not going to happen. The life-size statue depicts Morgan in a sheriff uniform while standing in a saluting stance. A purchase order from Randolph Rose Collection in New York shows it's one of three statues the former sheriff ordered in April of 2020 for a price tag of $75,000. And copies of the checks paying the bill show the money came from the sheriff's office general fund account. A statue of former Escambia County Lieutenant Jason Potts and a canine were also created. Sheriff Simmons says those are generic enough that they may still be displayed. As for the recreation of former Sheriff Morgan, it's being held in storage for now. now Sheriff Simmons tells us he only learned of the statues earlier this year and he tried to cancel the order, but it was too late.
5: Maybe you missed it. But Sheriff David Morgan actually spent taxpayer dollars to get a statue built of himself. I had no idea that getting a statue was up to you. I really thought statues were earned, not bought. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, all those racist, bigot, crack ass, cracker statues like John C. Calhoun and Robert E. Lee. I'm talking about statues of great American patriots like Denmark Bessie and Martin Luther King Jr. Shaquille O'Neal and Michael Jordan, Asia Wilson. These are people who have earned statues through activism, athletics. My point is, I thought you had to do something to get a statue, okay? To buy a six foot four inch statue yourself and to tell people that you intended to, to stand it directly in front of the main entrance of the agency's headquarters as part of its monument to fallen officers. I have one question, who asked for that? And the fact you use taxpayer dollars to feed your ego, David Morgan, is there really such thing as leadership in America? It's like the people we have in positions of power locally and federally only care about themselves. What happened to being public servants? Okay, servants of the public. There is no way a human like this was ever about the people. It's impossible. Now, current Sheriff Chip Simmons had this to say about former Sheriff David Morgan. Listen. You don't typically make a statue
4: of yourself and and have the the taxpayers pay for it. I think this is a bit of a waste of money. Uh, I think it's a bit brash. I think it has an air of of narcissism to it. Maybe we
7: can have it melted down and make use of it.
4: A brash
5: narcissistic waste. I I, I would not want a statue of myself unless I earned it and the people gave it to me. There's a quote and the quote is, uh, there has never been a statue erected to honor a critic. So I'll never get one. But I don't even know how that applies to this situation. I just wanted to say there's never been a statue erected to honor David Morgan either. But Dave Morgan, being the narcissist he is, decided to erect a statue honoring himself. And that is worth some critique. Please give David Morgan the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh,
8: now you are
12: the donkey
5: of
8: the day. You are the donkey of
5: All right. Well, not, thank not, you for it. Now, guys, we work here. We're the Breakfast Club. Yes, sir. Right? Um, yeah. We're in the Radio Hall of Fame. Correct. If there was something to, you know, uh, honor us mm-hmm. here at the station, what would you want it to be? A check. A check. <laughs> we, we get those, but like a, a plaque, a statue. What would you want? I'll take a statue. A statue? Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you want like a, a group statue or you want it to be like individual? Group statue. The Breakfast Club. Got you. True. True. True to size. So you about five foot two, me six mm-hmm. foot, and ye five mm-hmm. foot Five, so I, I think I would want I would want to be like a a, a a water fountain like a drinking fountain you know what I'm saying like a fresh water drinking fountain but I would want it to be an envy only drinking
4: fountain this feels narcissistic
5: so what wait, let, let,
4: <laughs> let, I do just let, me let, let him go so
2: where's, where's the water come out when people drink <laughs> What's wrong with you, man?
5: <laughs> All right, I next, knew you was going to
2: ask me that. Ask ye. 800- I knew you was
5: going to ask me that. Use your imagination, Rashawn. 800- Use your
2: imagination. 800-585-1051. <laughs> <laughs> if you got questions for ye, call her right now. Again, Ask E is next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: What, 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 what you want, to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Relationship advice? Need
2: personal advice?
0: Just need real advice?
2: Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. Morning everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call her. 800 585 1051 Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Derek from Brooklyn. Hey, What's up, up Derek? Brooklyn,
4: Brooklyn let's what, go. What's
9: up, guys? So my question is, where do I find the man? The modern day is not working. Grindr, Tinder, nothing is working anymore.
4: Um, A couple of things I want to say. Grindr and Tinder, are those free dating apps? Yeah. Okay, I just want to <laughs> say, when you want to date, I think sometimes um, certain dating apps that are free, a lot of that is a lot of hookups. But if you're trying to find a man, are you trying to find, like, a relationship?
9: I don't know. You know, whatever comes, a the shop, a the baller, basketballer, footballer, any kind of baller. You know, we kind of a baller.
4: Okay, so you just want to ball out. So you're not looking for a real relationship. You're just looking to have a good time.
9: Yeah, pretty much. Okay. You know, I just feel like I can't get any, you know, play.
4: So tell me, what type, so you're just looking for a baller. So you're just looking to... Have a good time.
9: You know, be, hit yeah, I think I can be something to do, you know, take me out, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that.
4: Do you want to stay on apps or would you rather meet people in person?
9: Mainly in person.
4: Okay. One of the best ways, I think, when it comes to dating to meet people is through referrals from your friends. And so you have to let your friends know, I'm looking for somebody. Can you hook me up with someone? Uh, have you done that? No, because they're all connectors. They're all hoes. Sorry. It don't sound like you want anything serious, though, from what you're telling you're right.
9: me. You're right. Yeah, I guess. I'm still young. I have to have time to figure it out.
4: Yeah, I think it looks it sounds to me like you're just trying to have a good time. And you know, it is still a pandemic. So people not outside like Envy says they are, especially in New York, with all of these restrictions that we have going on. But I do think that, you know, in a limited capacity now in a safe way with your mask on, and social distancing, you have to go to you have to put yourself out there and go to events. You know, have okay. your friends invite you out. Sometimes we're so lazy and we act like something's going to just come to us. And you're sitting there on these apps and you're swiping, but you're not really going out and mingling in real life. Right. And, right. and everything yeah. doesn't have to end with a hookup. It can be you just meeting new friends and expanding your social circle, and that's a great way to meet people.
9: Okay, well, if anyone's looking for something nice and chocolate, my Instagram is dhomie, D-E-E,
2: dot I'll be at the little Kim concert on Wait, hold nine. on. Spell that
4: again. Let's find you so people can find you. Let me go look and see what you look like. And you need to ask Charlemagne where to find the men. At. What is it? No,
6: don't
5: ask me. Envy Envy, Envy been singing all cool. morning. Sing that the song you've been singing dope. all morning, Envy. What you was singing? What? Say it.
4: I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah,
5: what was Envy singing all morning?
4: Something about we back outside.
5: Yeah, is back outside. That's Fat Joe and Remy Marr. is back outside. So what's
4: your Instagram again? He
2: said you
9: E e e dot H-O-M-I-E.
4: Okay, all right, so everybody look for um Derek there. He's going to be at the Little Kim concert. Why don't you come up with traps?
5: Derek, you said I was too old? A little too old. I don't think <laughs> you,
9: know, you know You guys in my age range. I don't well, know. Well, first,
5: first of all, I'm a married man, but uh, I, I thought old trade was a good thing. I, I, I couldn't be an old oh, piece of- Oh, I couldn't be old trade. I told you he's the one. I couldn't. be old trade. It's not. No, I'm a happily married man, but I still want to be desired.
4: You know, you don't. Oh. You don't <laughs> post on Instagram a lot. I
5: don't. I don't post on Instagram a
9: lot.
4: All right, this is what we're gonna do. Cause when we play this, everyone's gonna go to your page, put up a new current picture you haven't posted since May 23rd. Oh wow! Oh
2: wow! Okay, thank you guys. Would well,
5: Charlamagne be considered a cougar? No, I'm old trade.
2: Go.
4: I
5: don't know. You know, you're, good luck, guys. Have a good day. Wow, she he just hung, he
8: hung he up on y'all. Heart, man.
5: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. He's First, like, let's, leave be, me alone. let's be clear, there's nothing like a compliment from a gay man. But he didn't give you one. He didn't I, give that's you my one. point. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was fishing. I'm oh, like, we damn. do got
4: some thought pictures on here, though. Whoa. Okay, this one is okay. All right. Ask Yee,
2: 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Jasmine. Hey, Jazz. What's your question for Yee?
1: Um, so I have a boyfriend, Uh, we've been together it'll be a year in November, and I had a best friend that I lived with and last I think like last month she moved out because she felt like he was overweight too much okay even though I put him on a schedule because she's already told me before that he's over too much so you know I like I decided okay maybe come over like every other day like twice a week or something like that but it was still not it was still too much for her so she moved out and we have not talked since
4: Wow. All right, so a couple of things here. Why did you ever go to his place or he only would come to your place? He was actually
1: still living with his parents.
4: All right, so he was trying to be over there all the time. Right. And that's hard when you have a roommate because my old roommate, when when I used to have one, she used to let her boyfriend come, and he didn't live in the country, so he would stay with us for, like, months at a time. But we lived on different floors, so it wasn't so bad. But... You know, I, I can appreciate that you tried to put them on a schedule, but every other day is a lot for somebody, you know, to have another uh, guest in the house. And especially she did express herself to you. Have you reached out to her since she moved out?
1: Yes and no. Like, I, we just had messages with each other just saying, like, you know, just because you moved out doesn't mean that we're not friends anymore. You know, we're still going to be sisters. But after she moved out,
4: it was just nothing. She probably a little irritated. Like, I would be annoyed if I had to move out because we had our relationship one way where we had an apartment together. You didn't have a boyfriend at first. And it's also kind of awkward. Like, y'all had to share a living room and everything and a bathroom? No, uh, living room, yes. Yeah, bathroom, no. Okay. Yeah, I think you should make more of an effort to not just text her, but, like, plan to get up together, be understanding of how she felt. You know, it is your space also, so of course you're allowed to have your boyfriend over. But I think she was very honest. You know, this is not working for me. This is not what I signed up for. And, you know, therefore she moved out. And you guys should really just get together. And I think that's up to you to make that move. Like, ask her if you could take her to dinner. You You know, instead of waiting for her to come to you, because I think um, she was open with how she felt. She took action for something that she didn't like. She didn't have an attitude, right?
1: Oh, yes, all the
4: time. Oh, she did have an attitude. Yes.
1: Can you understand? Was, could, you said, can I understand why? Yeah. I mean, yes, I can. I guess I was, I don't know. I guess I was, I'm just so used to just doing whatever I please. And so when I, like, changed up the schedule to how much he comes over, I thought it fixed it, but... Like you said, every other day is a lie. I think
4: about it. Right. I think just be a little more understanding to her and how she felt about the situation. Reach out to her. Take her to dinner, you know, on you, just so you guys can iron things out. And look, you fell in love with somebody. It is what it is. It isn't what either one of you anticipated. It's not like you could go to his place because he lived with his parents, you know, so it, it kind of wasn't fair to her. Right. So acknowledging all of those things, Now you guys are in a different space, but y'all should be able to rebuild your friendship. But I think it's a communication thing. You got to reach out. You got to kind of acknowledge that you see how she felt. And, you know, it just was a bad situation. You fell in love. You wanted your man to come over all the time, understandably so. But then you had a roommate that wasn't happy with that living arrangement. Okay, I'm
1: going to try
4: it. Okay. And don't be cheap. Thank you. Make sure you get her some good drinks and everything. Y'all can, you know, you guys can iron this out. Okay, thank you. No problem. All right, ask ye.
2: 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Ye. Now we got rumors on the way?
4: Yes, and let's talk about that interview, Draymond Green and Kevin Durant. It came out yesterday for Bleacher Report's Chip series, and they sat down together and discussed Katie's decision to leave the Warriors. We'll tell you what was said. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club.
2: Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
6: Listen up! It's just in.
0: All the gossip. gossip, gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip, gossip. with Angela, Angela
6: Yee. It's the Rumor Report.
0: The Breakfast Club.
4: Well, Draymond Green and Kevin Durant sat down for an interview on Bleacher Report's Chips, and that interview actually came out yesterday. It's 24 minutes. Now, one thing they did discuss on there was their infamous argument, and uh, how come Draymond asked? Well, Draymond asked Kevin Durant about him leaving the Warriors after that.
12: How much? did our argument against the Clippers drive you to ultimately
13: lead the Warriors? It wasn't the argument. Steve Kerr act like it didn't happen. Bob Myers and tried to just discipline you and think that that would put the mask over everything. I really felt like that was such a big situation for us as a group. The first time we went through something like that, we had to get that shit all out. I remember watching the last dance, and when Scotty didn't go into the game, the whole team said, "Scotty, that was f-ed up that you did that. We needed that.
4: All right, in addition, they talked about the suspension that happened after the argument.
12: They tried to tell me, you need to apologize. And I told them, I'll talk to Kay, but y'all aren't going to tell me what I need to say. Mm-hmm. And so we met the next morning, and they said, all right, you ready to apologize? And I told them right then and there, I said, y'all about to f- this up. I said, the only person that can make this right is me and Kay. And in my opinion, they it up. I think so too. They told me right then and there like, we're going to suspend you for this game. I laughed in their face, literally laughed in their face.
4: For not apologizing.
13: Mm.
4: All right, now also in this uh, same interview, he asked Kevin Durant about having kids or not having kids.
13: That's a big commitment. And I always felt like I was just really zoned in on my work. And eventually, I do want that. But the older I get, I think, is the better because I'm more more, knowing myself more, understanding my situation a little bit more. So if I were to invite someone in or combine my life with another person, you know, it would be perfect at this time as opposed to me 10 years ago, I wouldn't know what to do.
12: Do you ever worry that the longer you wait, your kid won't understand who Kevin Durant is? I'm glad he won't
13: understand because I don't want him to have to feel like he's pressured in this bubble to do what I did, you know?
5: Mm. What well, not the front office of the uh, Warriors are going to feel about Draymond having that conversation and saying those things about them? Personally, I respect it. I think players have the right to criticize the front office and let executives know when they effing up. In fact, I think players should do that and front office executives should listen because they don't know the culture of the players like the players do. Well, let's, let's
2: think. When the last player came up here or, or did... Did some press about Andre know, the I organization. Dallin? What happened to him? He's back with the Warriors now. Actually. I don't know what happened to him at that time. You got, they traded him, right? Uh, I
5: don't yeah. they traded him. He was traded a free him. agent. I'm not sure. I yeah, don't no, they traded, they him. traded him? Yeah, they traded yeah, he's back him. He's back now with the Warriors. He's though. back, right.
2: But this
4: is all in retrospect, too. Like, looking back at a time when this happened so you can explain, mm-hmm. you know, what the real issue was. It wasn't really with each other. it was, no, with it was the really executives. With, yeah, how, and so that's something executives should pay attention to and listen to.
5: I think executives that don't listen to the you know, players, executives that don't listen to their employees are executives that are destined to fail because they will never know the culture like the people on the ground. I agree.
4: All right, well, since we're talking about the NBA, let's talk about Carmelo Anthony and a big what if. Now, he talked about the Detroit Pistons had promised to draft him at one point, and what would have happened if they did? He was on all the smoke with Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. Here's what happened.
12: That was a good Detroit team. Obviously, they went on and won championships. You yeah. ever think of that? Like dang changed man, the course that? of my career, man, man. Right? Like to this day, I still think about that. They promised me. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we taking you. I'm talking about all the way up to draft day. They was like, yo, you gonna share time with like with uh, Tasha. I'm mm-hmm. like, cool. Like I, ain't, you know, I'm right. gonna come and do my thing. But I don't know how long I'm going to shared time will help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just right. coming and do my thing. And then they won it. My luck. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm honest, if I'm now, I think we win a,
5: They win another one. I agree. He, yeah, he, he, absolutely. He, he definitely gets one.
4: Mm-hmm. Potentially two. Imagine up until draft day, you had this promise and thinking that something's going to happen.
5: Yeah, he was going to go number two.
4: And then, yeah.
5: Might <laughs> have gone number three to the Nuggets. And the person that did Pistons draft, I can't remember his name. He sucked so bad. Darko. <laughs> I don't know. He sucked. Compared I mean, I, to everybody else that came out. Who was that? Who came out that year? Bron? Bron
2: was number one. Darko- Chris Mel- Bosch, I think. Darko, two, three. Carmelo, four was Bosh. Mel- five was Wade. Wade,
5: yeah, D. Wade, yeah,
4: yeah, damn. All right, now the FBI is now involved in the Deshaun Watson sexual misconduct case. And they said that they have launched their own probe into what happened. Now, Tony Busby represents the more than 20 female massage therapists who have alleged that Deshaun Watson was inappropriate with them during massages. And that is the claim. He said that he's they've contacted him. I've met with them three times now, and they've met with several of the plaintiffs in the case. So now the FBI is involved in this whole thing. Now, according to Deshaun Watson's attorney, Rusty Hardin, he said the whole thing is BS. He said, I have absolutely no reason to believe that Deshaun is being investigated by the FBI. The FBI, meanwhile, did not confirm nor deny whether or not they are investigating Deshaun Watson.
5: That would be a strange case for the FBI to be investigating, though.
4: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Now, uh, Daniel Craig has said that inheritance is distasteful. So he said he doesn't want to leave great sums to the next generation. He said, I think inheritance is quite distasteful. My philosophy is get rid of it or give it away before you go. He Who told said his, that? Uh, Daniel Craig, you know, he played James Vine. Mm-hmm. And so this is what he told the UK's Candace Magazine. He said, isn't there an old adage that if you die a rich person, you failed? Then he noted that Andrew Carnegie gave gave away billions of dollars before his death in 1919, saying that shows how rich he was because I bet he kept some of it too. He's worth about $160 million, by the way.
5: Yeah, I saw that yesterday and I didn't really understand the logic because with inheritance, you're passing it along, giving it away. And whether you give it away to strangers or whoever, you're still passing it along, giving it away. So why not give it to your family?
2: Yeah, I ain't gonna die rich. I got... Six kids. Exactly.
5: Like, I don't understand the logic. Like, why wouldn't you want to give your your, your kids a leg up in the world?
4: Yeah, I, listen. <laughs> <laughs> How mad would you be if your parents had a whole lot of money and gave again, it away before they passed?
2: This gentleman had, I'm sure he had legs up. He had privileges that we don't have. Yeah, but the, have. the
5: whole point, yeah, you're right. But the whole point of us being parents is we're always supposed to be better we talk generation about generational wealth and having something to
2: pass he down. He might be set up in no camp,
5: but I know I wasn't, and I want to make sure my kids are. Hey, just the, the logic don't add up. If you're going to give your money away anyway, give it to your kids. I agree. Maybe he don't like his kids. I don't know. Maybe.
4: He said, get rid of it. Maybe he's going to just go on a wild binge. Oh, like know? when people
2: give it to God their God dog or their cat and things like that. I never understood To your that. cat? Yeah, people do, do that all the time. Hey,
5: man, it costs to be in heaven. <laughs> you know all dogs go to heaven. They balling in heaven. You right. need some money when you're up there.
4: You're right. How can your cat, your cat can open an account and get your inheritance? hmm <laughs>
2: That's yeah, You say it all the time. People leave their money to their cats or whatever.
4: All their the dogs. time? Yeah.
2: Really? Usually rich white people.
4: <laughs> all right. Well, that is your rumor report.
2: Mm-hmm. What? You want to leave no money to your dog or cat? No. No.
4: What are they going to do with it?
2: Buy a bunch of bones? I
4: don't know. I wouldn't
2: do it. But all right. (laughs) Shout out to Fat Joe. Today is Fat Joe's birthday. So we're going to start the mix off with some Joey Crack Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Happy birthday, Joe! The
0: Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
4: It's Angela Yee. Feel tired and out of it? You could be dealing with junk sleep from sleeping on the wrong mattress. The Mattress Firm Sleep Experts will match you to the perfect mattress and help you unjunk your sleep. Visit MattressFirm.com or a Mattress Firm store today. Morning,
2: everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast
4: Club. Yes, and it is a Thursday. Getting ready for the weekend. And don't forget, next weekend is Angela Yee Day. So that's happening on Saturday. It is definitely a Caribbean theme again this year with soca, dance hall, reggae. So it's going to be a really good time and I'm going to start announcing some of our amazing performers who are going to be there but it's all free, family fun
2: yeah and also shout out to everybody in Detroit and Miami that's supporting uh, Carcella I'm very excited about uh, both of them the one in Detroit and Miami, Detroit of course is going to be a trunk or treat as well so you can get the kids and trick or treat out there There'll be celebrity cars, exotic cars old school cars, donks, amusement rides, carnival games uh, face painters and candy for the kids and the one in Miami of course it's uh, Christmas time So we'll have gifts Wrapped up for kids And so uh, Come on out And I can't wait To see you guys And when we come back We got the positive note So don't move It's the Breakfast Club Good morning Morning everybody It's DJ Envy Angela Yee Charlemagne the Guy We are the Breakfast Club
5: Now Charlamagne You got a positive note I do I want to salute uh, Anita Kopach man Make sure y'all go grab Shallow Waters You know uh, The story of Yimmy Yah Okay It's available everywhere You buy books right now And um I'm I'm reading this quote because, you know, Anita Kopach is definitely a healer and Shallow Waters is definitely a book that is about a journey of healing. And I want to read this quote from Maryam Hasna. Maryam Hasna says, a healer does not heal you. A healer is someone who holds space for you while you awaken your inner healer so that you may heal yourself. So I suggest that you go find you a healer so you can find some healing.
8: Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?